This episode is brought to you by Hulu, presenting Legacy, the true story of the L.A. Lakers. From the backboard to the front office, Legacy captures the remarkable rise and unprecedented success of one of the most iconic franchises in professional sports. Featuring new revealing interviews from players, coaches, and execs, this 10-part documentary series chronicles this extraordinary story from the inside. Watch Legacy, the true story of the L.A. Lakers now, only on Hulu. Hey, look at you, all grown up and needing car insurance. You don't have to freak out if you got a driving record that's not so hot or worry if you aren't sure exactly what you need. Able Insurance has your back. Pass up the national insurance companies where you're just another number and keep your auto insurance right here in Charlottesville. 979-0814 is the number. Ableinsurance.com is the site. What up, what up, what up, the Ballhawk Show? Say it one more time. What up, what up, what up, the Ballhawk Show? What up, what up, what up, what up, what up, do? Welcome to the Ballhawk Show podcast. We back, man. It's been two days, no Ball Hawk Show podcast. You know why? Because the damn flu. The damn flu tried to punch me in the face multiple times. I called the cops, went and got me some Dayquil, and they locked the flu up, and I'm back. I still got a little, little nasal talk, but you can hear it faintly, but I'm on the mic, and let's get it. Let's get it, ma. We back with our special Who's on the Line edition of the Ball Hawk Show podcast, and today we have Jordan Ellis, running back, 1,000-yard rusher, all-ACC, East-West Shrine Bowl representative, getting ready for the draft. So you're going to hear about his story, where he came from, how it was when he was here at UVA, and what he's been doing to prepare himself for the 2019 NFL Draft. So without further ado, let's go ahead and let somebody else talk besides me, Ballhawk. Let go. And on the line today, on who's on the line, I got – one of my guys, Mr. Jordan Ellis, number one, running back for the Cavaliers, now getting ready for the NFL draft. What's going on with you, J-Train? Man, not much. Thanks for having me today. As always, bro, you know, I always got to check in with you and see what's going on. Um, I know a lot of fans, football fans, want to know what the guys that are getting ready for the draft, basically what they're going through. And a lot of the times your story – isn't really told the way that you guys may have wanted to be told. And I just felt mm-hmm. like, you know, who better than to chop it up with the bros than myself since you've been on the walkthrough. So we already, and during the season, we always, you know, share text messages and things like that. People may not know, but uh, we got a good relationship to where we communicate a lot. But um, I want to take, I ain't want to take too much time out of your day. I know you, you're real busy. So I definitely appreciate you coming on the show. Um, mm-hmm. So I guess we'll get started, man. A lot of fans want to know who is Jordan Ellis, aka the J Train. Man, I'm just for real, for real, I'm just a laid back, laid back kind of type of person. I mean, I just like to really just I'm very chill. I mean, I like to you know watch movies, um, read read books. A lot of people don't know that about me, but uh, I like to read. Um, just very chill. I mean, I like good food, um, good Southern food. I mean, you know, I'm from the South, so I like to eat. And, um, yeah, just, just, just who I am. And obviously, I like 
like to uh, play football. I mean, that's something that I've been doing since um, um, I was a little kid, five, six years old. So, I mean, that's okay. That's really me, me in a nutshell. So, yeah. So you say you started playing football at five or six years old. Um, let the people know originally where where you're from. So I'm from Atlanta, Georgia. Um, born and raised. Um, lived there, you know, for pretty much my whole life. Um, and um, it's definitely somewhere where I pride myself of being from. I mean, just um, it's something that kind of made me who I am today. You know, just um, fortunate to, to be from such a great uh, state and great city in Atlanta. So, yeah, no, definitely from the A. You know, by the time you got to college, the, the movement, especially the music and the fashion, everything was in the forefront. Back when I was in school, that's when Ludacris, I'm telling my age, that's when Ludacris, you know, oh, yeah. came out. You know, I was late 90s, early 2000s, and that's when the movie, Get Out the Way and all that was, uh, oh, yeah, was popping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those were the times. <laughs> Those were the days. Those were the days. <laughs> yeah, and then I went with the Falcons with Michael Vick, you know, so I was there at the start oh, of yeah. Uh, the Vic experience. Yeah, the whole moment. Yeah, the whole city. Yeah, man. So salute to my man Mike Vick. So, you know, you went to uh, what what high school did you go to again? So I went to two high schools. Um, I started out at Shambly High School, and then I, I ended up transferring after my sophomore year to Peachy Ridge High School, which was in um, yeah. different counties. They were both in different counties, so. Yeah, that's why I figured. I wanted to make sure. I knew you went to Peachtree Ridge, but I forgot the, the first high school you went to. So you similar to, to Chris. You know, when I talked to him, he started out uh, basically in the river with, when, uh, with A.B. And then, you know, he came to New, and went to two different Newport schools. So um, you pretty much in the same boat to where you went to two different high schools. You know, you was a three-star recruit by a lot of these, you know, these databases, player, the, offensive player of the year. Um Tell me about your recruiting process, man. How was it for you? Were you heavily recruited? Were you moderately recruited? Did, like, Georgia Tech and Georgia heavily recruit you? How did you end up at UVA? Uh, so, I, I wasn't really heavily recruited. Um, my junior year, uh, I, I had a good year, but it wasn't, you know, nothing out of the way. I mean, it was pretty average. I had close to, like, 700 yards rushing, about eight touchdowns. Um, I mean, I played the year with, I mean, I, I don't feel like I was fully healthy that year, but um, I had to play anyway. And um, I kind of um, was heavily, I mean, um, unheavily recruited going into the spring of my junior year. Um, I had a lot of interest from, from SEC, ACC schools, but no offers. And um, Virginia came along, um, I would say, like during the spring evaluation period. Um, and um, Coach Vincent Brown, he's the coach here, he, um he uh, just came to my school. Well, he called me on the phone first um, the day before he came to my school and said I had a scholarship offer um, mm. to UVA. And that, that was the first time I ever had contact with anybody from Virginia. So that kind of meant a lot to me. And then two days he came to my spring practice and kind of just watched me and stuff. And um, and um, I went on a visit probably that summer, that June, um, early June, like the first week in June of my uh going into my senior year and I ended up committing on the, on the spot on the visit mm. and um, stayed committed really um, really uh, throughout my senior year until signing they had a couple schools um, that were kind of coming at me late but um, kind of just stayed stick, stuck with my um, decision to come here so basically UVA was the first school to offer you 
Yes, sir. Yeah, they was they was the first wow. school to offer me to pull the trigger. First time I ever talked to them too. So, I mean, I was talking mm. to schools at the time, you know, and they were showing interest, but it wasn't mm. offering me. And um, they didn't, you know, what I'm saying they was just talking. And um, UVA, I mean, they pulled the trigger the first time I talked to them. So that that kind of it kind of just surprised yeah. me, you know. Kind of it kind of meant a lot to me that they um, they really thought that high of me, and um, they really um, showed a lot of interest in me. No, no, I think that's dope because, like you said, um, for a lot of folks who are not familiar with the recruiting process, you know, when you're young, they send out those questionnaires, they send you all those media guys, they start touching base with you on the phone, and for you to be having these communications with these universities and nobody really, they really truly offer you, and then UVA, that first true communication is an offer, and then you go to visit, um, I can definitely see how they can get your you know your commitment you know i think that's mm-hmm. that's a pretty dope story right there man because a lot of folks just don't understand the process because you could a school could talk your head off for two years and never offer you oh yeah that's what, I'm saying. <laughs> that's what a lot of schools were doing they were you know i was going on visits and stuff like that you know i'm going on like the junior days and stuff like that but it wasn't you know what i'm saying nothing beyond that you know you know you know just kind of um it was kind of stressful at the time but kind of um I mean, I knew things were going you know, to come along um, in the end, so. So when did you finally pass all your, your SAT or ACT? Was that pretty much done before your senior year, or was that the last hurdle once your football yeah. season was over? Took, see, I took the SAT. My mom didn't take the SAT my junior year, so she wanted me to kind of get that out the way. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I, was, I took that my, my junior year, um, like the fall of my junior year, so I got that out the way. Um, made a pretty good score, so I mean, I just kind of stuck with that. I had a pretty good GPA, um, so I mean, I never really had problems um, qualifying um, to get school. Or, uh, I knew that wasn't gonna be a problem with my grades. So, and see, that's what I like to hear is when I talk to a lot of young athletes around the Charlottesville area, I always tell them, school not gonna invest in you until they see you pretty much a finished product. You know, unless you are yep. a generational talent and and it outweighs the problems you have lying underneath the surface. If you, if they come to recruit, they come and talk to your high school coach, you know, I'm coming to see Jordan Ellis. Can't, what can you tell me about him? The coach is like, well, he got the grades and he passed SAT. Me as a recruit, I'm like, oh, so you telling me all I got to do now is watch film? Oh, yeah. Yep. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm yeah, saying? That's so, how you make, it, make it easier for them. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> So shout out to Mama Ellis, man, for for making sure you got that taken care of your junior year because I, that definitely made made you more attracted to a school like UVA because of the academic aspect with this university. So, you know, and you pulling the trigger quickly of just saying, "Yo, if y'all gonna jump out there and have faith in me like that, then I'm gonna return the favor." So that's that's a definitely feel good story right there. So we fast forward to 2014. You get here to UVA, Coach Mike London is. You know, still him and the staff still here. Um, you red shirt. Team goes five and seven the next year. They go four and eight. Um, and you play a little bit. And then fast mm-hmm. forward to 2016. Coach Minahal's first year. Uh, that was Smokes last year. So you, I mean, that's the thing. You come in. You got Smoke here. You got some other big time backs here. You know, knowing you, but I just want the fans to know what was your mindset the whole time understanding that it was a, a, a back like a Taekwon Mazel here, you know, that had a lot of fanfare? Uh, I mean, it was it was definitely hard, but I mean, I just, to be honest with you, I just tried to learn as much as I can from dudes that were above me. I mean, you know, um, 
really just, you know, just really just learn as much as I can. And um, I knew my time would eventually come. I mean, at first I was kind of impatient with it. Um, I mm-hmm. know how everybody is. You want things to happen. Um, you want to see success right now. And um, especially putting in hard work, like, you want it to happen right now. And, um, I kind of just had to learn how to be patient. And, um, you know, when, when, you're, when your opportunity comes, just, just take advantage of it and just learn as much as I can from the, the dudes that was older than me. I mean, I feel like that really helped me out. So when I was able to get my chance, my junior and senior year, I was able to take fully advantage of it. So. Yeah, you talk about your junior senior year. So we fast forward to 2017. We talked about Smoke Mizell. Um, in this career, 1,500 yards receiving, 50, 1,500 yards rushing. The offense seems fit for a guy of his skill set. Uh, the team wasn't successful. We were 2-10, so we're going into the 2017 season. Everybody's like, who's the back? Who's the back? And me paying attention to the program, I knew of you. And I was just like, well, we got a back. And everybody was thinking, well, he's not cut up the mode of smoke. And I was just like, yo, but he can run the rock. So when you look at the season you had, you had over 800 yards rushing on just 215 carries, which I've been an advocate for you to touch the ball a lot, but it is what it is because I knew I understood the quarterback we had in Kurt Benkert and we could throw the football. But when you were going into the 2017 season, did you feel like you had to emulate what he can do or you just had to carve out your own lane and people had to realize that? I'm Jordan Ellis. Oh, this is a style oh, which nah. I play. I never really like tried to be like somebody else. I mean, I just try to be me, really, and um, work to to my my skill set, my strength. I know my my skill set was a lot different than his, and um, mm-hmm. I just had to work to my to my um to my strengths. And um, I know that's a uh, downhill, and, and 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 obviously I can do other things too, block, mm-hmm. catch, and um, I just had to be the best me, really. And um, that's that's all I really focused on. And you guys had a successful season that year. I mean, you, you go to a bowl game, your first year as a star, you won six games. Um, the military bowl, not, yeah, the military bowl didn't work out the way that you did. Um, you're going into your senior year, 2018, high expectations, but then you got this avatar quarterback coming from Arizona that don't nobody know about. They just know he can run around. Name Bryce Perkins. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, you know, you, you, you voted as a captain. You, you're number one on the draft as far as the jerseys again. And I talked to you before the season. And you were just like, Hawk, I'm just going to do what I do. Because I just felt like they had to rely on you more because nobody knew about Bryce. And you told me it's going to be easier for me because he can do the stuff with his legs. And I remember you said that to me. And the reason why it jumps out to me, you said that's because I talked about your carries in 2017. You only had 215 carries. You fast forward to this year, guess how many carries you had? Amount. 215 carries but you had over a thousand yards this year and you averaged damn near a, a one yard more per carry so you were a prophet is saying hey man because of him he gonna make my job easier man can you talk about just what you saw in Bryce Perkins coming and how that helped you out overall in this offense I mean I, I, knew, I knew from just from spring practice you know he was gonna make a a, a huge impact on our team. I mean, just just the way, not only with his legs, but his, his arm too, you know, just being able to extend plays and make those plays that you really can't coach. I mean, that's that's the type of plays that he makes that you just can't coach. I mean, it's just his God-given talent that he has. Mm-hmm. And 
I mean, it's just it's, it's crazy, really, to be on the field with it and actually watch it. You know, and uh, I mean, it's just it's, it's crazy. I mean, he just he opens up a lot of things, especially this year for the offense. And um, I mean, whether I had the ball in my hands or O had the ball in his hands or Joe V, Paz, I mean, it just opened up. It really opened up our offense because I mean, they um, they couldn't, and then especially in the run game, they couldn't just key on me. Cause Brighton could run it too, so I mean it was, it was just it was tough on defenses to to control um, what we did on offense, and it just made it more difficult. No, nah, it definitely made it difficult. You could just see that with the first game of first game of the season, man. I mean, you just jumped out there. I mean, how did that feel, man? Your first game and your senior year, you had 146 yards and two tubs. Yeah. <laughs> <Right. laughs> Like, like that's when you went home and you picked up mother looked at mom I was like yeah it was like high school yeah. like what was that what was that feeling like for you man because I mean you a humble dude you don't talk that much you know you don't boast about yourself but when you got back to the locker room at the end of the game and be real what you thinking like, I, was, I was I was eating out there oh yeah it definitely feels good definitely <laughs> I mean it, it feels like, it always feels good when you when you you know what I'm saying have a have a good game and, and your team wins too I mean. If you have a good game and your team lose, and it's like you know that you yeah. feel like you could have did more, but I mean it definitely feels good when you um, contribute at a high level and um, your team wins. And, um, that's probably one of the best feelings in in, in the game of football and the, and the reason why you play. So yeah, and then tell me, then we're gonna go ahead and fast forward to the Ohio game. You come back and have 170 yards and three tugs and then a 75 yarder where you can show your burners. Look, a lot of people don't get to see your burners that much because you're a bruiser. That yeah. had to feel good. <laughs> oh yeah, that that definitely felt good. I mean, you know, what I'm saying get out in the open field a little bit, show that I got a little speed on me. So I mean, that definitely you get felt tired good. a little bit. Did the, did, the, did the monkey jump on your back like you? Running the quarter and uh, track. You ever ran the four hundred? Oh no, no, no! I feel like I could have ran longer. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, man. So we're going. I ain't gonna keep no too much more of your time. Um, just reflecting more on the twenty eighteen season, man. You ended up winning eight games. Um, I told you what my goal I wanted you to do. My my myself is goal was to see you get over a thousand yards. Um I didn't get to see the South Carolina the South Carolina the bowl game in person because my grandmother passed but you guys, you know, y'all you know, Coach A sent the shout out to me and um it was amazing to, to review the game and you got your hundred yards, got over a thousand yards for the season, you scored, you guys won. What was that feeling like, man, you know, coming back from the military bowl and then going into this belt bowl, you practice on on Christmas Day, how was how yeah. was just that whole experience for you, man? Um, I, you know, so I was just trying to really just take in the whole experience. I mean, knowing it's gonna be my last game ever here, and um, it, it was definitely a, a great experience, and it's something that you know that was probably one of our top goals this year is to get back to a bowl game, and not only just get back to a bowl game, but win a bowl game, and I mean, so it's something that you know, what I'm saying. As you know, hasn't been done around here in a long mm-hmm. time before. This year. I never did I mean, it. I got smacked all yeah. all every bowl game. I went to a bowl game every year long. So <laughs> you did something I never did. <laughs> yeah, but I mean that that was that was something you know, especially the way we got beat the previous year. I mean that's that's something that was on our mind. You could just tell like when we got to the bowl site, just how focused everybody was on the game, from the coaches to the 
just everybody. We were just focused on winning the game, and um, we came out there and um, we just had the confidence that we were gonna win, and um, we wanted to just prove a point. And that's that's. Yeah, it showed, man, because I, I definitely saw a lot of adjustments offensively and defensively. Uh, you guys played out your minds. Now, I don't want to say out, out your minds because I knew you guys were capable of, but you show and prove that, that you showed that this bowl game was definitely going to be different. And um, you had 106 yards in your final game in the Virginia Cavalier uniform. You had 106 yards in your last ever game played at Scott Stadium um, and both a uh, touchdown in both games. Uh, then you got invited to play in the East-West Shrine game. And I remember when they came out to kind of, you know, the scouts out before the North Carolina game, um, peeping you out. Um, so how did that feel to go to be a part of that? I mean, that was that was definitely a great experience. I mean, just being able to play with, like, some of the best, you know what I'm saying, football players, college football players in the nation. And, uh, I mean, some of these dudes you've seen on TV and heard about a lot, so... I mean, I actually play with them. I mean, I love competition, so it was definitely good to compete in the practices and in the, in the game. I mean, and the, the bigger meaning behind the game, I didn't really know about that with all, like, the Shawnee's Hospital with the kids and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, that definitely meant a lot to me. And um, it was definitely um, an um, experience I'll never forget. So, I mean, that, that was definitely a, a dope experience. What was some of the things that you felt like surprise some of the coaches there that you can do that they didn't they wasn't really familiar with oh just like just my overall like burst uh and i, I definitely showed that i can touch the ball at the backfield um and really mm-hmm. impressed with that so just on like check downs and screens and stuff like that's really impressed with that so i mean i definitely feel like i help myself just proving i can yeah. kind of do it all and, um i definitely showed that i really like a block too so I'm um, just showing the whole package and just kind of showing that I can do it all. And once the once you wrapped up the East West Shrine let the fans know where you've been working out recently. Because I know where you've been working, working out, and who the group you've been working out with. But you know, I, I'll let them hear from you and what's been going on there. Yeah. So so after after the bowl game, I went probably home for about two days, and then I went up to Crescetti's performance in um, Newcastle, PA. And then mm-hmm. I went to the East West Shrine game, and then I went back there. And um, Newcastle PA is probably like an hour outside of Pittsburgh, and um, that's where I was training for um, about nine nine weeks. And mm. um, I mean, it was definitely some some great training, and um, definitely the best my body has felt, you know, in a long time. So um, definitely shout out to you know, saying Crescetti's performance for getting my body right for training and um, just showing. Um, that's how to take care of our bodies and be a, be a professional at the next level. So that's definitely yeah. something that I learned up there. And, um, something I'm going to take with me for the um, rest of my career playing football. So. so I noticed something, man. So you guys up there at Grisetti Performance, yourself, Alameda, Peace, and Tim Harris. So the past couple of days, I've seen before and after for Tim Harris. I've seen before and after for Chris Peace. You and Alamba, they didn't do it before and after. I could tell the personalities because y'all not really out as much as them. <laughs> yeah. So I knew I would get a before and after for them two, but I'll say to myself, I actually, man, Jay training. Oh, because I, I actually forgot to take one because I had left and I, I just forgot to take one. 
Come on, man. No, nah, I wasn't gonna do it because my my body did change, so I wanted I wanted to take one. I just forgot. Yeah, by the by the time I remember, I was they train a dude who real preserve. Anytime I talk to him, I try to make him joke around and stuff. He do got a sense of humor, but a lot of folks don't know <laughs> he can joke around. So anytime I get a chance when it's filming or recording, I want people to see that side of him. It's the same thing I tell people about Bryce Hall. People think Bryce Hall won't joke around too, but, you know, it's all oh, about yeah, yeah, yeah. comfortable with others. But, yeah, man, I, I definitely can see the see the difference and and you guys train i always check out your um instagram stories and things like that so it is refreshing to see you guys you know taking the next step of achieving your ultimate goal the uh uva pro day is actually next thursday the 28th i'm gonna be in the building and definitely check you guys out um is there anything that that you feel that you're going to focus on more than than the others or just you know leave it up in god's hand you're just gonna go out there and perform I'm just gonna go out there and perform, you know. I put in the work, so just go out there and perform. Your mom's coming in town? Yes, she is. I knew it. Shout yeah, out to mom, man. Yeah. Shout out yeah. to mama, yeah. mama Day Train, man. Always yeah. been a she supporter. Getting here tomorrow. <laughs> a word? Yeah, because it's my birthday on Friday. Oh, all right. What you be, 21 now? 23. 23? Yeah. <laughs> I, was talk, I, I, I was supposed to talk to the old man yesterday, but the flu uh, knocked me down. So I, I'm at over now. So it's crazy. So I would have been talking to Tim yesterday doing his. We had to reschedule his. I know Tim about 30 years old now. So oh. you don't feel too <laughs> old. <laughs> uh, I'm getting up there, though. Nah, man, you still young, man. But uh, just a couple <laughs> more, more questions for you, bro. I'm going to let you up out of here. So growing up, did you have an NFL team? NFL team? Yeah, who was your favorite NFL team growing up? So my favorite NFL team was like my childhood team was the Chiefs. Okay. When when they had when they had Priest Holmes and then they had Larry Johnson. That was my, that yeah. was my team. Childhood team, yeah. So That's was, crazy. You know, so you talk about Priest Holmes. Let me I'll give you a little story. I was there on the squad. 2001, 2002, because I got cut. I was in the practice squad. That's who I befriended was Priest Holmes. And Priest is a real reserve guy like yourself. Talking about real closed off reserve. He just want to lift weights like yourself. And he work hard just like yourself. He likes to play chess also. You know what I'm saying? So it's funny you said chess. Chess. He likes to play chess. Yeah. So, yeah. So Priest Holmes is one of the most more like besides I never was a teammate to Terrell Owens I just knew him from afar as far as work ethic mm-hmm. but up close and personal I've never seen anybody outwork a dude like Priest Holmes but talk yeah. with Priest how he describes you reminds me of Priest Holmes and I'm not just saying this because we're on the phone together I'm just saying that because real recognize real because Priest no matter where we was at on the field in practice, he would finish the play. He would run to the end zone. So we would come doing coming out drills on the three-yard line. He would run 97 yards and sprint all the way back and take the next rep and do it all over again. That was Priest. And then he would go lift weights. And both of y'all look like a little ninja turtle because y'all got big quads and hamstring muscles. And y'all strong. So, um, And he was... 
And he was very, you know, underrated coming out of Texas. Nobody knew he could mm-hmm. catch the ball out of the backfield. Dog, it's ironic now, man, that you said Priest home is like a pivot. Yeah. Like, like yeah, y'all he's, my, he's, my, he's my favorite player at the time when he was playing. Him and, uh, I would say it was him and LT. Mm. So yeah, you you about to you about to really uh when the scouts come really show them you can go catch that thing huh like man put me yeah hey man let me run a couple yeah. angle routes no man <laughs> yeah I'm playing with them the other one look at coach and I be like hey man don't be a slip screen or something back here don't tackle me <laughs> yeah, man. It, 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 no, don't answer that don't answer that because coach and I got we not gonna do that no answer that just let me let me like joke and say that's who it's man yeah you know how we do we, we ain't trying to. Throw no cast, no stones at nobody. Shout out to Coach Nino oh, because he gave you all enough and you got a thousand yards. That's all that yeah. matter and we want. That's all that matters. Yeah. That's all that matters, man. But AJ Train, man, I definitely appreciate you taking time out of the day, man. I know the fans love the fact that you jumped on the horn and, and just gave them insight on where you came from and how you got to this point. Um, you also got your degree. You got your master's or you just got your bachelor's? I just got my bachelor's. I'm like halfway through my master's, though. There it is. But he got he got that paper. He got his degree. Also, um, coming from Georgia, a kid that everybody was flirting with, and we came in and really asked him out for a date, and he said yes, and he signed with us. The rest is history. He's a 15 <laughs> Cavalier. <laughs> you the 15 Cavalier all time with a thousand yards in the season, and then your season total this year is 14th all time. All ACC honorable mention, which you should have been higher than that, but you know I'll politic that later on. Um, but I appreciate <laughs> you, bro, man, and definitely salute to your moms, man, because she's always been an advocate for my podcast. And oh um, yeah, Miss Price, his mom also. Hey man, they 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 definitely. So shout your moms out, shout your agent out. We got to shout out how they can reach you on 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 Instagram, whatever. The floor is yours, bro. Oh yeah, just you know, shout out to my mom. She's been there every way, um, every step of the way, my journey. Just not not only football, just throughout life. And, uh, my brothers, um, my agent, he's doing everything in his power to, you know, help me out and stuff like that. Mm. I really appreciate that. And, uh, you know, that's, you know, that's all I really need in my life is just people with positive vibes and people that's there every step of the way. So, you know. Hey, um, and I tell you a funny story about your mom when you hurt your ankle. Um, oh yeah, and I, I was texting her. Oh, she would hit me up back and forth. Yeah, and I was just like, you know, I got a portable tennis shooter. He could do this. She's like, oh, I I know all of the rehab and stuff. That's that's the feel. I was like, oh, my fault. Hey, <laughs> 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 why oh, yeah. why are you asking me? I need to be asking you what he needed to do. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She know. She already know. Mom, do yeah, that's what she man. do. I definitely appreciate your time, man. Um, to everybody that subscribed to the Ballhawk Show, make sure y'all continue to support Jordan Ellis, man, for all that he do. That's all we got for y'all on one-on-one. We out. So there you have it. J-Train and the Ballhawk one-on-one on the Ballhawk Show. What more can you ask for? I got J-Train to talk to y'all for damn near 30 minutes. He ain't talked that long for the media in five years at UVA. Yo. 
give you give your boy a Nobel Peace Prize or something. Give me give me something. You know, one of you networks sign your boy up. I get anybody to goddamn gonna share their truth. I feel like Amar Rashad with Michael Jordan, and that actually is my name, Amar Rashad Hawkins. So hey, look at that. Hey hey, big conglomerates, come get your boy. I'm the new Amar Rashad. I can get everybody and anybody to talk that talk with your boy because I just know how to talk the talk with the people because I'm a man of the people. And that's what I do. If you smell, no, I'm not going to bite what the rock is cooking, but you already know what we serving. Shut the hell up, Juice. Ball Hawk Show. We out. Oh! I want the whole world spin my record. Shabo, the hoodie styles, check game, stay free records. Show the girl fed the death in a massaging. Bad news, even be massaging. I got a fitted hip, I be massaging. Pinky rings on my finger, I massaging. I got a speedboat concert, cause I massage. I coming through about a whole kind of large. I be massaging, I be massaged. I'm coming through with catalytics and massaging. Yeah, both subconsciously massaging. I got GPS, I be massaging. I catch croaker fish, cause I massaging. I like a macaroni plate, I be massaging. Even oodles and noodles, I be massaging. Put out the ghetto, cause I'm massaging. I got ice around my neck, cause I'm massaging. Or even gold teeth, I massaging. Or pinky ring iced out, cause I'm massaging. I got a hundred million dollars, I be massaging. I got ten dollars, I be massaging. I got a thousand dollars, I be massaging. I got twenty-two cents, and be massaging. I take a penny, and be massaging. I tell shorty girl fat, I be massaging. You big too. I be massaging, I be massaging, I be massaging. I got a GPS stern with massaging. Whole shed road chain be massaging. I got a Uzi, I be massaging. I got a 12 gauge pump, I massage. I got a hundred thousand, I massage. Ain't broke, I be massaging. I stay paid, I be massaging. I stay late, I be massaging. I hit the poop all night, cause I'm massaging. She wanna come through loaded and massage. Whole cheese, we massage. Bad new party constantly massage. Ain't no joke, I be massaging. Even the bacon and eggs, I be massaging. Huh? Polo shirts, Santo Adidas, I be massaging. I love you, sweetie cake. Spin my record, let me give you the game. On how to get rich. Take a penny and flip a penny. Then 40 billion. Uh-huh. Why I be massaging? What car steering wheel? I be massaging the whole, the whole label of the state free records in the VA. Oh, we be massaging. Let's have a money shot. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.